Welcome back to What's Left To Do. I'm your host, Janelle. Let's pick back up with Brett now that he's made his turn from conservatism. I must say, I was a little surprised at how much our views on various political figures diverged. But it's all good. We are, after all, allowed to disagree. travels happening and what was your conscious thought very short window it was like 90 big time from 99 until 2000 and 2005 that you were just kind of like bouncing around oh i lived i lived i lived for a year in brazil i lived for a year in australia and i lived for a year in italy i had to go to countries that had favorable exchange rates Uh because i wasn't that rich yeah yeah, i mean i I was probably close to the one percent for a minute a hot minute but um so i went to like you know, Australia, it was $2 to one. Uh-huh. So I could, I lived in a hostel. He lived in a youth hostel. I didn't have an apartment or sure, nothing. Sure, sure. Uh, Brazil was four reals to $1. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, you know, you could go there and, you know. Live well. Yeah. But, you know, and I started picking up, I started picking up the right books. Uh-huh. Which um, were? I read, um, I read Howard Zinn's People's History of the United States. Nice. I read Angela Davis's Abolition Democracy. Uh-huh. I read, um, I think, uh, Noam Chomsky's, any one of a number of his books. That's right. And I was like, it was like a, it was like a, uh, almost, it wasn't a moment, but by the time I came back to the United States, I was, um, yeah, by the time I moved to San Francisco, mm-hmm. I wasn't going to be helping no Democrats. Okay. But you're still not answering my question. What, when you set out to live abroad, was it just, I want to have the experience of living outside the United States. I, I want to work outside. Like what, what, what was well, the- well, no work. No work. That work was the furthest thing from my mind at that point. But you're just like, I want to, I want to kick it. Yeah. Out d- abroad. I was young and mm-hmm. young, <laughs> just full of, full of energy, and I wanted to see as many places as I could. Why though? I was always curious about the world. Okay. I mean, I remember my dad brought me like a map, a puzzle map of the United States when I was like five, and mm-hmm. I filled it all in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember, you remember that was it Scholastic News magazine? Yes, that you I got do. In school? I saw a map they had in there, and they had a, the states were missed. The order was wrong, oh. and I wrote to them, and I was like eight. I was a three-time Geography Bowl champion in college nice. with uh, me and three other people. Uh-huh. But, but um, so but you always, wanted the experience. Yeah, I wanted to see everywhere. I want to still want to see everywhere, and sure, there sure, different sure. reasons now, but. Mm-hmm. You know, where were the now? Did you only go to the places that you lived, or did no, you? No, I went, to- you know, the best laid plans, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I had plans on going to every, I had plans on doing, you know, all these different countries, but I ended up staying in Australia because I just, you know, I liked it there and I met some good friends and we traveled together. You know, mm-hmm. it, it also helps to cut expenses if you get into a group of travelers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, then I went to um, Brazil because I've always just wanted to see Brazil and I fell in love with Brazil. Mm-hmm. I still, some of my best friends are there now. Mm-hmm. Some of my best friends, um, friends for life that i met there but um one of my dearest friends she's no longer with us Mm -hmm. um pachi and she also helped me with the identity thing as Mm -hmm. well because she's a light-skinned black girl Mm -hmm. who um you know and she died because of medical neglect as a black girl who went to the black woman at that point uh, went to the hospital Mm. complaining of pain and then Ah. um they sent her home Uh and she had a heart attack and passed wow because they didn't they didn't take her they didn't take her seriously Mm. 
But um, and living in Brazil was the one thing because it's a they call it a racial democracy, mm -hmm. but it's just a different kind of racism there. Of course, it's like you'll never see. You know, first of all, we're not black in Brazil. Yes, we are. We're not. We're I'm, we're pardo. What do you mean? You're not dark enough. I'm not dark enough. I think I think they would read me as Black American though. They, so they wouldn't. Um, well, the thing is, American transcends. Yeah, black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. They tell me you're not Black. You have, you're from you're from America, uh, or you have a little bit of money. Uh -huh, so uh -huh. it's economic, and it's also like you see, you know, it's majority Black, black and Brown country. But I'm pardo. Uh -huh. Like, uh, uh, and plus, the the goal there is to get it out of your system one generation at a time. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it, it's the opposite of here, where if you have one drop, yeah. You know, Racism. there, if you got one drop of white, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're going to cling to that. Yeah, that's right. And they all, most of them, it's very, they also never had someone, they never had a Malcolm X there. They never had a Martin Luther King there. So you, there is a Black Lives Matter movement there now. Mm -hmm. um, they call it, you know, there's an Afro-Descentious and Carange. They have like this uh, different um, programs and all, but they don't... Um, but living there, I realized, like, I was on a bus in, in Salvador de Bahia. Ah, and, I there. and they didn't, they don't know what I was there. People huh. talking to me like I was one of them. And yeah, they, yeah. there wasn't a white face or a white person on that bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, being in Brazil really helped see the, also helped me understand the difference differences in being black there's no like monolithic correct which you know i my, my first job when i was a, in living in north jersey i worked at taco bell and all the dudes all, every cat in there was black they were sure. all black and they were from newark they just came to came to my suburb to work mm -hmm. and they kind of took me under their arms when i was 17 they took me to newark which was scary yeah, i didn't yeah, yeah, lie yeah. you know i've seen things i you know but I, you know i lived in i lived around the world i've seen things in brazil too that mm -hmm. so so yeah so i'm traveling and then at some point i realized well, I'm starting to run out of some, I'm starting to run out of money. One yeah, yeah. and two, it's like I, I've got to, um, I got to move back to America. I was getting sick and tired of living out of a backpack. Sure, being a foreigner everywhere. Was it I was went. it was it several years nonstop that you? Yeah. Or did you come yeah, back? I left. And forth? I left. Uh, I got the hell out of here right after 9/11. I left in like January of 02. Bought mm -hmm. a backpack, sold everything I own. Huh. Um. Yeah, I had a, I had a small condo in a, in a West Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Sold that. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, got a backpack and lived out of that backpack for the next four years, pretty much. Huh. I mean, I did have an apartment in Italy for a while, um, but it was, you know, fully furnished, right? Sure, so I didn't sure, have to, sure, sure. I still was able to get, get away with the backpack. Yeah, yeah. And um, came back, I decided, I, you know, and then I said, where am I going to go in America now that I am who I am now? Mm -hmm. Which was? where I could go. Now, where, now that I am who I am I was, now, which I was? was? A, I was radicalized. Uh -huh. Because it was a combination of... The books that you picked up uh -huh. and the, what you understood of the world yeah your meeting travels. people you know meeting you know like a bologna is like one of the biggest bologna is run by communists now they ain't like they're gonna seize your private it's one of the richest parts of italy ironically yeah, 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 yeah. and so i you know I, I was quickly past the liberal stage i mean mm -hmm. uh, in 2004 when carrier was running i didn't vote again that was the last time i didn't vote in an election mm -hmm. i didn't vote you, like, did, you didn't I don't even want throw your vote to the greens no uh well that was I, I, I supported Ralph Nader in 2008. Uh -huh. I voted for Ralph Nader oh, right in 2008. On. I voted for Jill Stein in 2012. Mm -hmm. I voted for Jill Stein in 2016. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so, but by the time I'm, but, and I said, where can I go in the United States that I'm going to fit in? Yeah, yeah. And I had never been to San Francisco before, huh. but I was like, San Francisco, it's got to be. I had a short list. It was like Montreal, uh -huh. but I didn't want to be in the cold. Yeah, super cold. Yeah. But, um. Cause I think that's good. That's like a compromise. I don't have to go back to the United States, mm -hmm. but I still live in North, you know, in North uh, Austin was on the list, huh. but, um, 
I forget where. I think I had um, Portland, Miami. No, hell no. Why? Why hell no to Portland and okay for Austin? First of all, the weather's better. Fair. I'm a native Texan. Don't forget. That's <laughs> right. That's right. Nothing, absolutely nothing to do <laughs> with it. Point. It was just an up and coming place even sure, then. Sure, sure, sure. But I came to San Francisco, which to me was like, uh, and that that. Yeah, that, that was the nail in the coffin of any uh, liberalism or uh, that mm. I had left in because no. I was going, I was rolling with the uh, Answer Coalition when I first moved here, mm. you know, and um, I was uh, hanging out in the Tenderloin a lot, mm. and um, so I, I um, it was a, t- it was my, it was very different when I first moved to San Francisco, but I knew I felt at home right away. Sure, sure. Um, and so I was living in Soma at the time. And yeah, that's, and then, you know, and as far as getting involved in politics here, I never had any interest in it because I think this, what what I'm doing now is more of a move. I don't want to say back to the right, but on the spectrum, it is moving back toward the right. I was like, there is, and I I was- When you, tell people that, I know what you mean by that, but tell people what you mean by that. Well, I I got to the point where I believed that participation in a rigged system Mm -hmm. is complicity in the crimes of the system. Hmm. And that the only way that this system is ever, this system has to be destroyed. Ah. There's no electoral so there's no electoral solution huh. to what's wrong. And you know what? I don't know why I st- I, I, I should still believe that mm-hmm. because but you do still believe I that. I kind of do, but also I'm also like then I wouldn't be I wouldn't be dedicated to all the hours I am to doing the work. Bernie Kratz, sure. You know, sure. not just the Bernie Kratz, but just in general. But I think at the local level, uh-huh. I think like you know. Helping to get like a progressive DA elected, mm-hmm. for example, something like that. Can't both be true? Why do Why do you think that? Why does it have to be completely all or nothing in your head? That? There's nothing that we're gonna do mm-hmm. that's gonna make it okay in time. Make what okay? I think in the time. species is headed for extinction, hmm. or at least a radical redefinition of what it is to be a human being on the planet Earth, mm-hmm. because we're just a cancer upon the planet. I, I, we're just destroying it all and mm-hmm. and the green new deal ain't gonna you know this like this there's no we need to end it all and start over i think and like end the species and start like over. civilization is gonna have to there's gonna have to be like a massive check of population mm-hmm. or something's gonna have to happen but i just think that like i think humanity is doomed i really do hmm. and i don't see why uh, some of the exercises i see are like this incrementalism like Nina Simone said, to do things gradually is bring more tragedy. Hmm. Like MLK called it, what did he call it? The tranquilizing drug of incrementalism. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I just don't, and you know what? Maybe I'm partially guilty myself because some of the things that would have to be done, mm-hmm. we'd have to go back to living a sort of a, you know, we, we wouldn't have this kind of life. We wouldn't have all this sure. if we were to do it right, I don't think. Hmm. And so I got to that point. That's mm-hmm. where I was. I mm-hmm. was thinking like that. Mm-hmm. And then I was like... I, I don't. I don't know how. So wait, wait. I just want to understand what you just said is, is what you believe currently or what you were believing. What we're we're believing uh, during during the years when when I when I first because you know I went from being a Republican to being a Democrat uh-huh. a little bit mm-hmm. to being you know I guess radicalized. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But I was never a communist mm-hmm. per se. I don't know. Sometimes late. Sometimes I think the human mind is like so small, like that. It's not. It's not capable of moving beyond certain definitions. Sure. I knew it was fucked up in the world. Sure. And I knew kind of what I thought needed to be done to fix it. Sure. And I didn't think electoral politics was going to do that. Uh-huh. So I kind of dropped out of that that for a long time. Sure. Be- okay. So you so what you were just saying was humanity was doing blah, blah, blah. That was yeah. what you once believed and what yeah. you currently believe is. I still think I still think that unless, we, I mean, things haven't gotten better, have they? I, I do what do you see mean some, when you I say? I do see hope. Uh-huh. 
especially in the younger generations. I don't talk shit about Gen Z or, you know, I really <laughs> don't. they will run up on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't talk shit about them because I think that like the solutions are going to come from. I just think, remember we talked about, for example, earlier you were saying the kids today aren't in a, such a rush to get their driver's license. Mm-hmm. Some of the society, some of the necessary societal shifts mm-hmm. are happening organically. Uh-huh. You know, some mm-hmm. of them are happening organically. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't see in a world that's controlled by the economic interest to control mm-hmm. by the, by, you know, by plutocrats and corporations. Mm-hmm. They have no interest in doing what needs to be done. Agreed. And when they do, it's, it's for their own, you know, and you would think, you know, don't they have kids? Don't they have grandkids? Mm-hmm. Don't they care? Mm-hmm. But, um, I don't know. So I was disillusioned. I was very much disillusioned. I was rolling with the Answer Coalition. Sure, sure. I was rolling with like... Explain to people what that is. The Answer Coalition act now to stop war and end racism. And they're great. I mean, they were... They're, they're, during their heyday, they probably had like... They had they were part of the reason why the hundreds of thousands of people came out. A big part of the reason why hundreds of thousands of people came out in the streets. Yeah. When we uh, when the I United States... I guess the Iraq War. we again. When the United States invaded Iraq. Sure. Um... But um, you never see them uh, anymore as far as like in the in the circles that I roll anymore. I don't you know, there's but to come to come to where I am now, I don't know exactly how I don't even remember how I went to my first Bernie Cross meeting. Even that's, I really don't it's like everybody's story. Like, uh, I don't know I don't happened. really recall. I do. I've known about Bernie for a long time. OK, I mean, because, you know, I follow politics. So I've known sure. about him. You know, and he was, it was him. He was one of the, but he voted for the war in Afghanistan, you know? Yeah, yeah, There was yeah. only one who didn't. It yeah. was Barbara Lee. That's right. That's right. In the entire Congress. That's the only one. It Absolutely. was 518 to one or something. Yep. And I remember up. her speech, her teary, like, speech of, like, yeah. pleading, just like, can we just her take vi- a breath, slow down and think, like, this is not going to, be, like, this is not the, you know, a good thing. So you're absolutely right. Yeah. Mm. And so, like, I was... And I remember like, okay, so it was 2000, the, the 08 election. I remember when Bar- I remember when Obama was coming up uh-huh. and I remember- And you were not impressed. By that time. And that's too bad, man. I wish I would have been able to experience, because I did do it when, I, I never thought I'd see in a, in a million years. Sure. My, well, not, forget a million years. I never thought I'd see anybody in my lifetime <laughs> yeah, yeah. that looked like me, yeah, yeah. let alone someone named Barack Hussein Obama. That's right. Getting elected. But after that, two, after that 2004 convention speech, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I was like, okay, you know, he's, 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 he's on the, got a rising he's star. on the track. Yeah, that's right. And at that time, you know, I might've been impressed even, but by, I remember when Facebook was already out in 07 mm-hmm. and I remember writing a Facebook note mm-hmm. against Obama and everybody was like, you know, you're just a skunk at the picnic every time. Mm. And I'm like, you wait and see, oh, ain't going to change a damn thing. That's right. Uh, the, the one thing I was wrong about, and I heard you talking about this in Brandon's uh, interview, which mm-hmm. gave me a new perspective on it, mm-hmm. but as a cis, uh, straight, whatever, yeah, I don't know, ma- male, mm-hmm. um, I looked at Obama as during his, uh, I remember very clearly mm-hmm. his opposition to marriage equality. Yeah. I always thought, and I was never a fan of Obama, yeah. but I always thought he didn't really believe that. I always thought of course he, he didn't really believe yeah, it. I thought he was pro, but yeah. he just couldn't be because it wasn't politically yeah, what, expe- exactly. expedient enough for yeah, him. Yeah. And then I and I do remember you talk I just just listened to your podcast yesterday. So <laughs> when when Biden when Biden was the Biden was, I remember thinking when Biden and I was never a Biden fan either. No, fuck I mean, that guy. Mass incarceration, yeah. mass murder overseas. Can't but expunge I, student but debt. I do remember him coming out, maybe slipping. Yeah coming out publicly yeah. for marriage equality mm-hmm. and within weeks obama had to get on board with that yeah, yeah so he that's when he did but so the only thing that i predicted that i was wrong mm-hmm. i did i wrote his whole list about you know wars overseas yeah. you know not expecting him to expand them yeah hello buy a fuck time 
Uh, but I was like, he ain't going to end the wars. Yeah. You know, he's not going to, you know, he did. He, he I said, he's not going to close Guantanamo, nope. even though he did issue an executive order to that effect. He yeah. didn't do it. Yeah, that's right. But I remember thinking, I, so the one thing that I was wrong about on my list was um, marriage equality. I'm yeah, like, okay. he's, he's for Doma at the time he was. Mm-hmm. Don't ask, don't tell all mm-hmm. that. I was mm-hmm. like, so why, why would I, you know, why? Just because, you know. Because how did you, how do you think you avoided being caught up in the exuberance of that time? Oh, I was well, I was well, it was too late. Oh, if it okay. would have happened five, ten years earlier, mm-hmm. five years earlier, mm-hmm. I could have been. Uh-huh. And I wish, I, part of me wishes I would have been able to enjoy that. Sure. Because I haven't been able to enjoy it unless Bernie would have won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I haven't been able to enjoy, you know, it's nice. It's nice to see Biden reversing all this shit now. We're reversing like, all what shit? Well, the, I, 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 explain it, I explain it like this. What? It's like walking into a restaurant. You know, <laughs> it's like walking into a restaurant and you see a sign that says, the restaurant under new management, employees now required to wash hands after using the bathroom. <laughs> so yeah, like ending the Muslim ban, you know, ending the green car ban, all this shit that you're supposed to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. They shouldn't have happened in the first place. That's right. Yeah, has, has he gone above and beyond in anything? No. No, and I don't expect him to. No. But um, <laughs> don't worry, I'm not softening up. No, okay, host. I was like, listen. No, no. Uh, no. Uh-huh. But then again, you know, all my friends, most of my friends were in, enjoying that. and Enjoying what, Biden? Yeah. Would it be accurate to say that you had a... Um, uh, you had a you had a you had diverse experiences during your travels and living abroad. Some like you encountered quite a bit of phylloxony. I I presume that's a word that I saved for you because I knew that you were going to make that face. <laughs> I don't even know what that, I don't like kindness I, of strangers. Like oh, okay. you 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 encountered quite a bit of phylloxony. <laughs> that's also for Dan because he also gives me shit about my vocabulary. Shout out to you, Dan. Um, you encounter quite a bit of phylloxony, but you also encounter quite a bit of hostility. So it was like a mixed bag. Well, mostly, mostly. It was 90%. It was, you know, very few. Very so mostly you, it was mostly your experience was of phylloxony. Oh, yeah, it was great. I mean, most of the, a lot of my friends that are for life I've met during my trials, sure. a, great, a great deal of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, very, few, few bad incidents like that, like physically, a physical attack, maybe like two or three in my lifetime, mm-hmm. like yeah so but you and you did you but how and how did your time abroad especially during the bush era right how did that influence how you understood america and americans or american government how did that did that shift did that change did that harden did it completely like what was it during the bush years you know you saw this just one egregious one egregious crime after another whether it's you know guantanamo Then Abu the Ghraib, yeah, the then, then then Katrina, and ah, that ha, reaction ha, to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I mean, I was in Serbia when that happened. I remember that, mm-hmm. and I remember the people there just like, what, what the hell, you know? And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, well, that's America for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, the, you know, just one thing after another, just attacks on um every single, you know. And then he 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 say things like, well, I have the most diverse cabinet, and like Angela Davis just nailed it. Mm-hmm. She's like, you know, granting access to people of color to the uh to participate in the machinery of oppression yeah you know as gloria berry says it skin folk ain't kin folk yeah, that's right keep us keep but, it um, playing, yeah but you know so just one egregious thing after another and from the distance from the distance of of being overseas i didn't i didn't get to you hear about these americans that left during the trump the trump years yeah. and you kind of just feel you kind of just envy them because they you know they don't 
they don't have that finger on the pulse of what's going on every day like we did because we lived through it over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of a but removal. Did you separate? Okay, go ahead. I knew, I knew how bad, I knew how bad it was. I mean, but you plus felt he's bombing the it. shit out of the world, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. I've been to, you know, he's bombing uh, seven, you see, Afghanistan, Iraq, Iraq. Yemen, Libya, Pakistan, mm-hmm. um, Somalia, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, six. Obama bombed seven, but uh, Bush bombed yeah, six. that's right. But, um, yeah, so, you know, then that was just going on the time I was there, too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you'd apologize for it, for your country, you know, mm-hmm. you'd have to inevitably. I remember when Trump was president, I actually had a T-shirt I got over in the cash show there. It's like, I uh, said, uh, I'm sorry for our president. And I said it in like 20 different languages, oh, uh- including uh, <laughs> including international sign language. <laughs> Uh, uh, I never, I never got the. I did get to wear that overseas once. I wore it in Brazil on 26 because I don't travel. I can't afford. Mm. I can't. If I live in San Francisco now, I can't afford. Right, it. I gotta pay rent. <laughs> I felt like I needed to um, come home, even though it was during that era. Yeah, yeah. I knew the San. Also, one of the reasons why I chose San Francisco is because I knew that it, that that you know, honestly, we didn't feel the worst of Trumpism here. Sure. Because you know, we. It's. I hate the word bubble because I think bubble. I think if you look at it on a global level, mm-hmm. America is the bubble. Yeah, that's right. And San Francisco is more in line with like a lot of the other places in the world, not with the United States of America. Sure, sure. So like the things that we believe in that are considered radical things here mm-hmm. are basic human rights if you go that's correct. Anywhere. Even, anywhere else. Even in a conservative party and like a Scandinavian country is yeah. not gonna or even England, they're not gonna try to like end uh, the end the NHS. They're yeah, like, that's right. They would, they would, you know, they'll they'll chill, chill, yeah. yeah. And, and all the chiseling away that's been going on is a lot of it's been because of American factors that are. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, that's so San Francisco. It was for me. I was mm-hmm. like, that's the only place. And I, I could, it could have worked out differently. It could have been, mm-hmm. I could have been all, I could have been off. I could have been wrong. Mm-hmm. And of course, the longer you live here, there's an old saying: it's never been as good as it was the day you moved that's here. Right? That's correct. That's but correct. um, I still love it. I mean, I still, I still love it here. Mm-hmm. Where were you? Where were you when nine eleven happened? I was. <laughs> I had been up all night and uh, why doing what? I, I was sinning. I was up. I was up all night, <laughs> and the person who I was up all night with, um, uh-huh. I walked that person. I walked her to my. I walked her to her car, mm. and as I was in West Hollywood, mm. I walked her to her car, mm. and she got into her car, mm. and as she was driving away, mm-hmm. she pointed to the radio mm-hmm. and pointed to her ear. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, oh, I couldn't, you know, I was yeah, tired. I, was tired. I, went, I went upstairs. Mm-hmm. I went to sleep. I woke up probably around like noon or one in the afternoon. That's on September 12th, 11th, 11th. Yep. 11th. This was like the night when I dropped her off. It was like five o'clock in the morning in California, which was eight o'clock in the morning ah, in New York. I see. I see. I see right I around see, that time. It was just. A, it was, yeah. And so when I woke up, I remember that Mikey, my friend, who I told you, the Marine, I remember yeah. I remember there was like 20 messages on my phone. Oh, wow. And this world, you know, and we didn't have a, a we didn't have electricity at the time because my house was undergoing. We had some like I think we had electricity, but we didn't have cable or something because uh-huh. we were I was doing renovations on my place at yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. But um, I remember hearing I was like, "What's going on?" Mm-hmm. And I called Mike because like he's you yeah. know I could like Mikey, what, what's up, bro? And he goes, "The World Trade Center got attacked," and I'm like, "Oh, like like in '93?" And he yeah, goes, yeah. "I never forget what he said." He goes, "No, bro, they're not there anymore." Oh, and he's like, I'm packing my bags right now because I'm going. We're going to war. He didn't end up going. Because he got right, called back up. Yeah, he didn't end up going right away. He didn't oh. go until Iraq. Actually, they oh, sent him to Iraq, oh, which oh. it changed him a bit. I of would say. Of course. Well, yeah, but he's cool. You know, he's cool. He's we're we're still. Yeah. He's my homies. But um, so yeah, that's <laughs> I didn't believe you asked what I was doing on 9/11. That's correct. Yeah, I was up to no good, and I missed it. I missed the. <laughs> I, I, mean, I didn't see but if you think about it you should have just stayed up to no good and well, just I mean, not pay attention to the news that week yeah well 
Did, what were your feelings on the uh, the very rapid, my word, very drastic, like polit- American political reactions to 9-11? Like, were you in favor of the Patriot Act? Did you think oh, that it was, no. ac- did you think that was no. necessary? Did hell you think it was no. appropriate? Hell no, hell no, I, And I remember because like a lot of my a lot of my good friends are um, Muslims and huh. um I remember their phones were being tapped. Yep. They were being uh, asked out for, oh, they would do crazy shit. Like they talk to each other knowing their phones are being tapped uh-huh. and they'd be like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just banging this uh, American girl. Like, just <laughs> like they did they, they, they call all this like terrible because they knew someone was listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they just mess with the, yeah. whoever was listening. Yeah. But um, so I remember when the Bush started rounding up, he started rounding up Muslims and yep. putting them in detentions. And, and so it was, it was a rapid, pers- the Bush, Bush reaction to that was a rapidly precipitated me going from liberal to ah. I don't even want so, to say progressive because I never was I w- I'm a progressive now perhaps but I was I went straight to radical. So Bush is what radical the Bush the the first Definitely. term of the might have done it by itself even if I hadn't read and traveled that might have done it sure. by itself because sure. it's just so egregious. Sure, was- of course, and it's so it's we're gonna park right here for a second. What's so interesting is that not interesting because it's 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 dizzying really is that like the 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 extremely egregious nature of everything that happened under bush mm-hmm. is just like swept away because he gave Michelle Obama a goddamn <laughs> Werther's original like what There's the no, and fuck that, and that's the kind of talk that's the kind of talk that's the kind of skunk in a picnic talk that I get mm-hmm. because I'm like people love Michelle Obama she's one of the most respected and I'm like don't do you, that's you see, not the I'm point like, you see her hugging George W. Bush right the that butcher of Baghdad <laughs> exactly and now because we've had Trump yeah there's a little bit of Bush nostalgia even. Which I he's a don't. Painter and, and, uh, oh. People forget. People don't Maybe know. Hitler was a painter. Do we, do yeah, we, are was, we just. Actually. Yeah, okay. Yeah, That's was. right. I knew I knew that for real. It's just like Hitler was a painter. Are we going to are we going to no, rehabilitate you know him? And that's, and that's the thing. And that's Come and I'm on. the bad guy. I'm the bad guy because I say things like that. Sure. People are like, can't you just let us enjoy, you know, Michelle? I'm like, no. No, I can't let you. And I can't let anyone no, enjoy that. You don't that. let him come to anything. He should not be allowed to come to any. You know, that's right. Judge Balthazar you, 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 convicted his ass. You, let him stay right. at home. You, 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 uh, you shun. Yeah, people. that's right. You shun mass murderers. That's you don't it. embrace them. That's it. Oh, isn't that nice? See how we're unified we are. We all can come together. I don't want to come together with a well, fascist. And that's the problem with America at the end of the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At this point, when you moved back to the States, to San Francisco, is this when you started your career as a writer? Well, I've always been a writer, but here's I what mean, I mean professionally. Yeah, well, I knew as I drove cross country because I had to pick up my car in the east, and I drove as I drove across. I came up with the idea. I was, I was gonna start a I was gonna start a blog, mm-hmm. and I did. And I, I, you know, I labored in obscurity for a long time. What was it called? Uh, Moral low ground. Oh, your Twitter handle. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> the only vestige left of it. But mm-hmm. um, so I knew I was gonna do that. But um, and it was, at the time, I still wasn't. I didn't. I wasn't. You know, I, I wasn't. I didn't have to do anything yet. Mm-hmm. It was coming. That time was coming and I saw that it was coming. Mm-hmm. But um, so I, I moved. Did you still to, had a little bit of money? Yeah, okay. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, moved to San Francisco. And I'd never been an activist at all before. I've, been, I've written, but I've never been an activist. Mm-hmm. And so I started writing. And, you know, I look back on my work and I, I've been a good writer since I was young. But mm-hmm. I realized it wasn't quite up to the level that mm-hmm. I thought it, you know, that it needed to be out for me to make a, a career out of it. Uh-huh um plus i still wasn't thinking along those lines but and i was also thinking like i was i was a bit of a capitalist i was gonna i put google ads i was trying to i was doing clickbaity articles and stuff when sure, i started sure, you sure, know sure. all kinds of you know sensational headlines i know all oh, true stuff but mm-hmm. but then um so yeah then i moved here and then within you know within a couple of years mm-hmm. 
I met my partner, Wakako. We were out at Harlot one night. It was like December 18th, 2008. Uh, you better uh, remember still, that day. He's trying bush. to get out of the dog house. It was still, I, I'm, not, I'm not in the <laughs> dog house. It was, still, uh, it was still Bush. Yeah, Obama sure, had been sure. elected, but he sure, hadn't sure, been sworn sure. in yet. Sure, and sure. I still, I wasn't, you know. But anyway, just for, that's a reference point. I always just say, baby, we've been together since the Bush administration. Ooh, ooh. But um, down for a minute. But, um, and she, luckily, I was, it was at a point where, you know, I, I, if it wasn't for her, I might, I would have had to leave San Francisco with the cost of living here and everything. Because it just shot up and got. Well, crazy. yeah, you know, and it was like she was like, you know, I really believe in what you're doing, mm-hmm. writing wise. Mm-hmm. Why don't you like focus on that? Mm-hmm. And because of the because of uh, because I had that luxury of being able to do that, I was able to develop my writing. Uh, I wrote thousands of articles. I started writing for Digital Journal, this Canadian site. Huh. They don't really pay, mm-hmm. but it was a good experience uh-huh. because you know I worked under an editor and then a, a great editor, um, and they you know they they hired they would hire me to cover. Uh, tech conferences in San Francisco ah. and then they paid a good day rate too they paid me like $500 a day nice. yeah so it was the first time I that was the first time I felt um, you know really like the worth of what I what I did mm-hmm. even though I wasn't writing about politics per se sure, I was sure, sure. covering tech co- uh, conferences and mm-hmm. mostly writing uh, you know with a tech angle to it mm-hmm. uh, Yahoo News hired me as a featured political contributor ah. um, during the I guess I wrote I covered this the World Series for the the Yahoo Sports for the uh. when the Giants were in the World Series, mm-hmm. um, I did commentary about um, the 2012 election, uh-huh. um, and from there, that you know, 2012, 2013. So I'm still mostly laboring in obscurity, sure. pitching to all these different places, getting no love, uh-huh. and finally, like I'd say around 2018, mm-hmm. I I would pitch to Common Dreams, uh-huh. Counterpunch, mm. uh, AntiWar.com, which uh-huh. is actually a right wing site. It's a anti-war. it's a right wing anti war site huh. from the you know from a libertarian perspective yeah. as in and they definitely it's not just like from the perspective of that uh, we don't think America should be wasting our our lives and resources on wars. Uh-huh. For, the, for that typical libertarian standpoint, no, they're like, we don't think America should be wasting the world and huh. wasting our lives. So it's not, oh, they, they claim to be right wing yeah. and they, you know, but they, um, and which also helped because it was Obama who was doing all the bombing. Yeah. They were just as hard on Trump though. They started expect, uh, accepting my submissions. Mm-hmm. And, um, and within, you know, by 2020, um, I got an email from Medea Benjamin. Of hey, right. the god, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's none better when it comes to um standing up to the you know that's right war and empire like that's that. That's a little white lady that I, that I would I would kick yeah. It so with. I, I didn't uh-huh. never met her or nothing. Didn't know no know her. Didn't know she knew who I was. Huh. I got an email from her saying, "Would I like to join this uh, collective twenty, mm-hmm. which is a uh, writers collective, socialist leaning? I would say." Um, and I was like, hell yeah. Mm. And then within like a few days of joining that, Michael Albert is the one who started. He's mm. a participatory, participatory economics. This is, you know, I think mm-hmm. that's where he earned his like his fame mm-hmm. or his, you know. And so I was invited. Uh, I was invited to join that within like a few days, maybe a week or two of joining. Mm-hmm. We, got, we got an email saying like Noam Chomsky's joining. Oh, whoa. <laughs> Were you like fanboying? Like, oh yeah, hell yeah. I mean, like, I was like, yeah, of course. People who knew I was bragging too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sure. not really. I'm not really a bragging type. Yeah. Okay. I'm really not. <laughs> I'm not really a bragging type. I'm really not. Type. I'm super humble. Well, I'm, I mean, first of all, like, you know, well, <laughs> you can be shy. You know what to say. What? But I'm not. But anyway, so <laughs> I joined. I joined. Um, joined that, and uh, and so then within like a few weeks of joining that, mm-hmm. I got um. 
I was I was applying I was applying for a job at Color Lines. Mm-hmm. They needed an, a deputy editor, mm-hmm. and they were offering like ninety grand. So I was like <laughs> applying, and I was getting far in the interview process. Sure. But they um, they knew that I was uh, more of a writer than an editor. Uh, so I made it to the final ep- uh, interview. Yeah. it was like me and like five black women, and like they're asking me questions. Like like, I, 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 they were asking me all kinds of questions, and I was like that. I was nervous as hell. Sure, sure, sure. And I was like, okay, I may or may not get this. But then at the same time, John Queerly from Common Dreams, the managing editor, who I didn't know at the time, but he was the one who originally recommended me to Medea because mm-hmm. she had asked him if he knew anybody that would be good for the collective. Mm-hmm. And I've been submitting my articles there for years, yeah. but they were dear editor. Uh-huh. And he never answered me mm-hmm. personally. I didn't know who he was or what his name was. Mm-hmm. I owe this guy so much because, you know, he helped me out. 2020, I hate to say this, but for me personally, as far as my writing goes, it was the best year of my life. Huh. Like, and the pandemic has a lot to do with that huh. because like, here's what happened. He offered me a job mm-hmm. when I was interviewing with Color Lines mm-hmm. and he's like, well, I, I know they'd hired before and they require you to move to Maine because that's where their headquarters are and mm-hmm. they, they only hire people to work in their office. Mm-hmm. But because of the pandemic, they decided they were going to experiment mm-hmm. and, you know, hire a couple new writers because yeah. they were doing very well. You yeah. know, everybody out there, you know, donate to Common Dreams because it's all reader. They don't do any advertising or nothing like no, that. They don't. And, you know, that, that's what keeps me employed now. Yeah, so that's right. you donate generously. Sure. But anyway, their donations were doing well because, you know, the backlash against Trump yeah, and yeah, yeah. whatnot. And so they offered me, without having to move there, first mm-hmm. on a temporary basis, mm-hmm. to write full time. So it was the first time I actually got, that's the first time I got hired actually to write full time. In 2020? It was 2020. Because wow, you like just full, been hustling freelance. Yeah, before. exactly. Wow, wow, wow. I, was, you, I mean, I was, was working, like... I was working for, I was working for like, you know, and this is a thing and it debases all writers, but we do it because we have to, some of us. And I was writing for these like penny, penny, uh, what do they call them? Uh, content mills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you do um, like... Uh, contract by the dozens of like uh copywriting for yeah. like pops pizza and like wichita or you yeah, know like yeah, yeah, just, yeah. just batches you get and you have to write them you get a penny a word Ooh. yeah and i did that for a while and you know just uh it it, it does wear down on you know it it's it, right being a, a lot of the problems with society is some uh, not writer i mean we're not necessary necessarily but a lot of the necessary essential workers are the ones who get you know the, the compensation is not reflecting of the of sure. value of their work. Sure, sure. And it's, it's very much like that in writing, which is why, you know, and so then when, when I got the offer of comedy, it's like, hell yeah, I would, yeah. I would, I would, I would, I would rather do this yeah. than work for, than be an editor at color lines. And, and so I didn't get, I didn't get the color lines job, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, they hired me at common dreams. That was in August. So, mm-hmm. um, and it's great. I mean, I, I get to write, you know, there's an editor, there's editors, but I get to, I get to write pretty much what I never get censored on, like what I can and can't say uh-huh. because we're all progressives. We're all yeah, yeah. right in the same yeah, zone. Yeah, yeah. Right. So we're on the and, same page. Yeah. And so I get to write, you know, what I, I could call, I could call Israel out for what they're doing by yeah. its name. Yeah, 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 yeah. I could say there's some apartheid going on over yeah, there. Yeah, That's right. You know, you I could call, I could, you know, <laughs> I could say that America's a country built on a foundation of slavery and genocide. Right. And that's not controversial there. No, absolutely you know? not. So um, it's been, you know, actually it's a dream job for me. Mm. It's what I always knew that I would end up, that I always, if I, it's, it's what I always knew I should be doing. Huh. And now I get to do it. How would you describe yourself politically right now? <laughs> and how do you understand things politically right now? I suppose I'm a progressive, um, more progressive. No, I'm not asking for a label. I'm asking you to describe. Oh, oh, this. oh. Yeah, you don't, don't feel, I feel like labels don't. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate that uh-huh. because I've, you know. It's not capacious enough to like. 
And also, it's it's hard because sometimes you don't want to be like anti. I'm anti this, anti that. You want to be pro something, right? You I don't get, have to. You can be anti everything. I'm not. Well, I'm not putting I mean, any bumpers on it. I'm not trying to edit you. Just describe 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 how you understand things. Let's start here. Describe how you understand things politically right now. In the world or locally or what? It's all connected, actually, isn't it? I I, I understand that there there are forces that have. And instead of trying to use their resources and their power mm. to help others to have, mm. they are hoarding mm-hmm. and thwarting mm-hmm. and oppressing to their own, ultimately their own detriment. Say more. Um, there's two kind of people. There's healers and there's destroyers. Mm-hmm. And you can't be both. Mm. You know, are you a healer or you're a destroyer? Explain to me what it means to be each of those things. Or how do they act or how do they operate in the world? (sighs) A destroyer is is concerned with self-aggrandizement, with with accumulation, Mm. with um, extraction, Mm -hmm. with they don't, you know, maybe not think of themselves as an exploiter, but they exploit. Mm -hmm. And a healer is one who is doing everything they can to, it sounds so cheesy, but leave the world a better place than it was Why when is they- that cheesy? Leave the world a better place they was when they en- than, it was, than when they entered it, mm-hmm. you know? And that's what it comes down to. Those are the two types Healers of and destroyers. Okay. That's how I divided my politicians up. Ah, okay. Are you a healer or are you a destroyer? Who, who, who are some of the people who get thrown into the destroyer bucket? Pretty much anyone with a D or an R after their name. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are there any healers? Amongst the, yeah, I mean, they a lot of them start out that way, don't they? Don't you remember when sure. Obama was like suing landlords for having asbestos in the pipes and telling the Palestinians that sure. yeah, you know, nobody yeah, yeah. suffered more than you have? Yeah, and, he used to be know, a supporter of single payer. You know, well, so was, yeah, Hillary Clinton too, I remember. Um, ish. And uh, right. yeah, <laughs> you know, healers and destroyers. I know it sounds simplistic, but mm-hmm. that's the way I, that's the way I divvy Are up. there any healers in our political class right now? In, in Currently? Oh, sure. For, for sure. Ooh. I would say the squad are still relatively, um, you know, in con- okay. relatively still. I mean, the worst thing I can, you know, and I'm keeping my eye on them. Mm-hmm. Got to keep your eye on them. It'll say- make me a little nervous the way she's talking about the Uyghurs. I, I don't like, um, yeah, well, I don't like, um, that is, there's a kind of, okay, look, that, that, that's what this is, what that is. There's a kind of people. There's and this uh, this shirt I'm wearing right here uh-huh. says "Let Venezuela Breathe," uh-huh. you know, by Venezuela, another great site, Venezuela Analysis, uh-huh. um, great site. There's there's a certain kind of people. Out, there's a certain kind of leftist out there uh-huh. where only the United States, uh-huh. Israel, uh-huh. and their allies or the countries that they control or can do wrong. Uh-huh. And that Assad in Syria uh-huh. is a hero who's standing up against terrorism. Or that the, the the situation in Xinjiang, you're talking about the Uyghurs, mm-hmm. that the Chinese government, that that's Western propaganda. Mm-hmm. That, is that is that what she's doing? You're saying that, or is it? No, she's she, she's sounding a little hawkish on the Uyghurs. She's using some kind of like hawkish right wing talking points okay, so regarding see, the Uyghurs. See, and, and, and AOC as well, you, you could see that when she... When they asked her about Venezuela and when yeah. they asked her about um, Bolivia, yeah, she said, "I would, I would do, would, I'll, I'll follow my party." Mm-hmm. She's not the kind of, you know, you've seen her. That's, yeah, yeah. She's in the Bronx. Yeah, that's she right. didn't have to say that. I'll no, follow she, my party. No, she did. No, not. because she'll go against someone. It's Medicare for all. She'll yeah, go yeah. Against, and that's great. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think the squatters. I would still qualify them as healers. Okay. Although I got my eyes on them because of it's a, it's a fine line. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. as you move up that ladder, mm-hmm. you know, he, he become absolutely yeah. all the way. Yeah. You, you know. 
And which is why I was so excited about, you know, Bernie's candidacy. In 2016 and 2020? Yeah, both times. Okay. Absolutely. Yep. I didn't get involved on the ground with, in, until 2020. Gotcha. What is your take on Syria in particular? I think that, well, <laughs> first of all, we shouldn't be bombing the shit out of the place. Yeah. Okay. That's a given. Yeah. Um, second of all, no, I mean, look. Um, you know, my, my editor, like sometimes he doesn't, we don't like to write about certain things in certain places because he, he uses the term, you don't want to parachute in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not an expert on what's going on, mm-hmm. but you don't have to be an expert. I'm asking what you think. Settler. Uh, so, okay. So colonialism, a number yeah. one, mm-hmm. these England, France, whoever is in charge back in the day, draw these maps. Yeah. You look at the map of the middle East, there's straight lines going like that. Yeah. That ain't natural. Yeah. No. Somebody draw those lines, drew That's those right. lines, those divisions yeah. create all kinds of problems. Yeah. Right. Che Guevara ain't no damn hero of mine. Why? Ain't no damn hero of mine. You know, he's a cold-blooded killer who had some racist tendencies in his youth. Gandhi, another one. Mm -hmm. Gandhi, when he was fighting in in South Africa Mm -hmm. for the rights of Indian South Africa, he was like, what about blacks? They asked him, oh, I don't want them entering through the same door as I, you know. See, like like you said, I I, I talk, I I talk, I wish everybody was as consistent in their application of criticism and praise. Sure. You know, sure, but the explain you that's what you were getting at, but explain it more the pathology of the left. What do you think the left would benefit from more in terms of consistency? Just acknowledging that, like, you know, not okay, look, how do I say it? Just acknowledging that not only the United States and Israel and its allies do wrong in the world. People defend like you know they defend indefensible people. Def- people there are Maoists out there. Yeah. Well, don't you know that that motherfucker killed 20, 30 million people of his own people? Sure. But so, I'm, but and I'm but here but this, this is what I'm having trouble with understanding is like how do you how how in your mind what is the what is the schema for weighing like <laughs> bad shit versus good shit or should or or are those not the terms that we need to be thinking in. Like how, do you, how, do you think, ba- think, how do you balance a? For, we're going to use Assad here, isn't it? and I'm not, I'm not a cheerleader, but I think mm-hmm. I maybe I'm 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 certainly more sympathetic to him than you are. But I'm saying how how does one raise the prospect of he is there the geopolitics of Syria mm-hmm. and and the prize that it is for Western imperialists over determine the 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 uh, the political situation that he found himself in, and in order to stay alive. You know, he had to align himself with Russia. He had to, he had to, uh, he had to take a a very violent and aggressive stance against the non white I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but the the his people right. in order to stay alive and maintain tame power mm. in a in some semblance of a, like a of a geopolitical stability. So how do how what is how do I what is what, how would I benefit from thinking of that in a way that you think is not quote, pathologically, like, American leftist. I would say, like, how can anyone give any support to someone who, well, between him and his daddy, mm-hmm. been in power since 1970? 1970. We do that to Saudi Arabia. Oh, well, Saudi Arabia is far... Uh, Saudi Arabia is probably the worst place in the world to be a human being outside of maybe North Korea. Sure. Especially if you are anything but a... Mm, Saudi Arabia is most, one of the most horrific... Saudi Arabia is at the top of my list. Sure, but I'm, but okay. So so the above, length of above rule. Syria. Sure. Yes, a, a, of course. Even though he didn't kill no many many people, you yeah. know, they locked these girls in a in a in a school yeah. that was on fire because they weren't covered. Yeah. And let yeah. them all burn to death. Yeah. That's, and that was the right thing to do. Yeah. Quote unquote. Right. That's that's egregious. <laughs> but I'm, so between him and his father and the long term rule, like a that's a strike against them. What else? I'm 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 trying to I'm being trying a to, dictator. Don't be a dictator. 
Live because up to the, the Universal Declaration of Human Rights is what I believe in. Okay, so they don't do that. Many other Many countries don't, don't, right? But you're saying those are that is the that's the rubric by which a a leader or a political figure should be judged. You start killing people, you're gonna lose me. Period. You start killing people, you lose me. Period. Yes. Huh. There's no there's no, no, no killing. appropriate No killing people. I huh. mean, I secretly <laughs> there's some people that need to die. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> so but you said okay, saying, you need to edit that. No, I'm just kidding. No, political but violence no. is never appropriate. <sighs> Well, political violence, specifically that results in in the death uh, of people, that's never appropriate. Never. Not when there's hundreds of thousands of them. Never. You put me on a spot, Janelle. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, that's correct. You put me on a spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know why I can't stand not stand up to you, but I don't know why. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I feel like I can't like say that like, dude, you're using chemical weapons, and that ain't made up. No. But that also wasn't him. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. Yeah. And that ain't you propaganda. Don't read, you don't that read, ain't Western propaganda. You don't read Aaron Mate? That wasn't him, though. Or Seymour Hirsch. I'm thinking he did that. No, he absolutely did. He didn't have... He wouldn't have benefited. I'm thinking he did it. And I'm thinking... And I'm thinking all those hundreds I of... I disagree with you there. On oh, the chemical weapons part, there's too much evidence that, that would call that into question. But go ahead. Look, I understand that it's a complex... There's, there's It's complexities in it. And like... But, what, the, but I'm asking you to... The whole world knows, though. When the whole world knows... But the whole world, quote, knew that Saddam Hussein had weapons no, of mass no, they destruction. Did not. No, they did not. That's, that's my point, no, though. No, they did that's not. That's my point. The whole, they did not. It's not and, a foregone and, conclusion. And, and, and if, if he did, you know why he had them? Because we gave them to him. That's right. Yeah, during the first we did Gulf give War. The, yeah, when, yeah, when right. Brumsoe went over there and did his handshake right. and transferred them and they used them on the Kurds and all yep. that. So, no, the whole world knew that that was the United States trying to, you know, that's go That's what I'm saying. But, what, but this, is, this, is, this is what I'm trying to pull out of you. How... What is what is a possible? I'm not saying it has to be. I'm just, but I'm saying if Brett were to give a masterclass on not being a dipshit on the left with a quote don't, the don't, American don't leftist a, pathology. Yeah. What? Wh- how? What are some more useful ways, in your view, of of generating an analysis and weighing quote good versus quote bad? I mean, at some point you have to. When you get to hundreds of thousands of people dying. And all Anybody. you care about, and all you care about, is holding on to power. Mm-hmm. He could have found some. There's places that would take him as an exile or whatever. As a there's something he's got friends somewhere. So there's billions of dollars that he's extorted, uh, stolen from the from the from the treasury. He ain't got no friends the same way. Billions of dollars. He's stolen billions and billions of dollars. Sure, but they can everyone... always go. Every single one of them can go somewhere. They usually end up in Saudi Arabia or Egypt. You know, there's somebody that'll give you some. The only place he could have gone was Russia. I mean, to your point, yes, yeah, could true. he have? He, yeah. he Russia was the only place yeah. he could have gone, but. But I'm but you're you're saying your line, your red line. Do you, what? Go ahead. Do you really think he cares more about his own people than holding on to power? After no. hundreds of thousands of people dead. I think no, I think he I think his primary concern is staying alive and the only way he can stay alive is to hold on to power. Yeah. But what I'm saying is you the 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 <laughs> To to kind of sound like James Baldwin-y, the cat was in a was in a real tricky bag to begin with, and that was not of his own making. Mm-hmm. So so I'm saying when you're when you're in a trick bag to begin with, there are no good choices. Mm-hmm. So especially not if it's if it's going to result in me being Gaddafi'd. So what am I supposed <laughs> to do? If I've if I already seen uh, what happened hey, to hey, Saddam, hey, if I already what? saw what happened to Gaddafi, if I know you know that had had Castro not just been you. who he was, he'd have been out the out the out the game a long time ago. If I'm looking at Bolivia, if I'm looking at Venezuela, 
what am I supposed to do? But I'm not trying to look. I, this could be taken out of context. Somebody's going to hear this and they're going to hear what I'm saying. Sure. These last 10 minutes and they're going to think I'm working for the goddamn no, CIA. No, or something. no, no, no. But um, no, but I mean, I think we have to be consistently demanding that every leader mm-hmm. adheres to the human rights as as enumerated in the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. That's that is your barometer. That's for me to support your ass. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. And that's why I can't vote for any U.S. president that's running, sure, except for sure, when Bernie sure, was. Sure, sure. You know? Okay. Because, you know, there ain't, no, there ain't no worse human... Sorry, there's no worse human rights violator in the world yeah. than the United States of America. I hate mm-hmm. to say it, just based on the... Yes, there is worse things that are happening in North Korea to the people there. Absolutely. Sure, sure. But as far as being able to have an impact mm-hmm. on the entire planet, yeah. you know, what, and it's all, all the prongs. It's the capitalism. It's the imperialism. Mm-hmm. It's what did, what did MLK call it? The evil triplets. Yeah. You know? Driving the world to the edge, and mm-hmm. you know, so no, I I, I refuse to uh, say any, you know, no, Assad, no, hell no. Huh. Although okay. he's not the worst in the region, he's not. No, he's the, the Saudis, I would say, and the what the, the worst. Yes, in the, the Saudis are by far the, the worst. The, in the even region. The, the Iranians who haven't bless them, they haven't invaded anyone since the eighteen hundreds. Yeah. So to all this talk about Iran, we're going to go get Iran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, isn't it, isn't it unfortunate they had to, you know, be, you know, they, they've never attacked anyone in, in hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. Um, we've messed with them every which way. Yeah, that's right. Every which way. Yeah. Overthrew their first democratically elected government. Yeah. Shot down a civilian airliner with hundreds of people. That's right. Supporting terrorists that are going in there that's and, right. and trying to, you know. Um, but I would love to go, you know, I, 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 I don't, but they're still run by a, they're still run by a brutal regime. A brutal regime that will execute you for being gay. That will, although that doesn't really happen that much. Sorry, that doesn't happen that much. But they'll they'll come up with something. They, yeah, it's still they, repressive. It's extremely repressive. So, what are the most egregious, in your opinion, mm-hmm. examples of like American leftist pathology when it comes to uh, looking at um, political international yeah. political leaders? They're utterly Assad is on there. Uh, utterly incapable of seeing how the Bolivarian Revolution uh-huh. went off the damn rails. Huh. You don't have to shut down the opposing press. Hmm. You don't have to jail opponents. You, huh. you don't have to ban political, a huh. political opposition. You hmm. don't have to do that just because America's got an embargo on you because hmm. America's fucking with you. Huh. You don't have to go and do those things. Do you, are, when you say that, tell me why you say that. Because it started out as an example that you can hold up to the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Look at the reduction of absolute poverty in yeah. these countries. Yeah. Look at against the odds against the uh, against the meddling. Yeah. You know, they the Bolivarian Revolution, same thing looking in Brazil. And I love I love I used to love Lula and Dilma Fome Zero. They had all these uh Balsa Familia, all these programs of social uplift yeah. that eliminated or, or greatly right reduced right. Yeah, extreme uh, hunger or mm-hmm. uh, starvation eliminated. Uh-huh. Um, extreme poverty, illiteracy, uh-huh. um, all these so all these ills that you know there is a, a natural outgrowth of of running the world in a neoliberal way. Yeah, yeah. But it ended up just as corrupt at the end. They ended up not just as corrupt, but ended up corrupt. He ended up getting you know, and yes, that was a political coup in Brazil. Hello. The, he uh, yeah, but he did you know he did he was guilty of some of those things they said he was guilty of. Mm-hmm. But that's Mickey Mouse, yeah. ticky tack yeah. compared to what some of the other ones are getting away with. Yeah. Nicaragua is another one. Mm. You know, it's very rare. You know, it's very, and I guess it's just the human nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe if I was bestowed with this uh, absolute power, yeah. you give me enough, to, you know, ha, 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 I'll become a, ha, 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 that's not a very good evil laugh. Whoa, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> so I'll become a dictator too. So don't sure. give me that power. But yeah. uh, just country after country, 
you know, I could think of, you know, and if you, I know what you're thinking, well, name me a place that's perfect. No, that's not what I was thinking. Okay. What <laughs> I'm thinking, no, come on, come on, come on. There are some. Yeah, no, 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 no. What I'm thinking is how do you, do you take the, the context of the country and the leaders in context when judging their actions? Absolutely. Okay. And internal and externally. Mm -hmm. But there are certain lines you don't, you don't, uh, you don't ban, you don't shut down opposition newspapers. Mm -hmm. You don't do that. Mm -hmm. You don't put Ever. people, you don't put, okay, when those opposition newspapers are being funded by the CIA, <laughs> when, uh, thank when you. they're talking shit and lies yeah. about you all the time, right. I know it's tempting. Yeah. Um, but not, that is, that is, I find that to be the exceptions to the rule. And I find that they use Where that, they is use that, the that as an, they to use, the rule. they use it as an excuse. You, and you think there's nothing to that? I just don't think you, that's not going to help. I don't think, I don't think that's the way that you, you know, mm -hmm. that's, that's if no, I mean, no, I don't think so. Okay. And I seen all I see them going off the rails, and the, there's a there's a portion of the left that they don't want to see that. They just everything's always America's fault, and it, you know, a lot of things are America's what is, fault. What is okay? I guess maybe to to help me understand better, because now I'm confused. What is not America's fault, or what does America? Oof. When does America not meddle and have a hand in some bullshit? Oh, we always meddle and have a hand in some bullshit. Like okay, like USAID, right? That's an uh, that's an organization that's yeah. supposed to be helping. Uh, aid development but you know but they, everybody they knows torture yeah. and shit like damn Trion in uruguay yeah, yeah. who's kidnapping people off the streets homeless people off the streets mm -hmm. and using them to teach torture to um you know the local police forces sure. and whatnot and so the tupamaros rose up mm -hmm. and the tupamaros you know they're my kind of those are my kind of gorillas those uh -huh. are my kind of leftist gorillas mm -hmm. they don't want to execute you unless they absolutely have to are there other things where you think it would behoove people who consider themselves leftist to level up on their analysis or 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 sharpen it or or reconsider i do i do i do think that um my communist comrades mm -hmm. <laughs> i think that they need to stop i think that a lot i think one of the problems i have is especially with with race issues huh. that they um they want to see everything through a lens everything through a lens and they want to explain everything uh -huh. through the lens of um the class struggle and you think and that's I incorrect? I don't because... think. I think that that there's definitely. I definitely think that the, that's the fundamental struggle of the of the world, uh -huh. but of humanity. But I don't think you could decouple um, racial elements from that. And, they, and you and you think that they conflate them? I think a lot of, them, especially yeah. I think and of course. Give me an example. Give me an example. Oh boy, I I, I can't I can't write up now off the top of my head, but it's like. They, they will focus on, I, I can't off the top of my head. But so I think you're saying for your communist comrades, you think it would be... Or even DSA, even sometimes. Yeah, sure, but. sure, sure. That class is the primary contradiction and not race. I think that they like, they, they, uh, they elevate the class over, I think they, I don't, I don't know how to ignore it, but... They subsume, they, they, they envelop it within class without explicitly yes, recognizing yes, race there as are, a yes, contradiction. yes. Huh. Why do you think that's a problem? Because I think that it doesn't matter if I have how much money I have as a black man. There's a chance that, you know, some shit's going to happen to me, really? whether I'm rich or poor or whatever. Really? Yeah. You think, I mean, you I, think Tyler Perry is under the same threat of if state If Tyler Perry violence? drives through the wrong, if not, maybe not state violence, but if Tyler Perry drives through the wrong town or whatever, uh -huh. the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. You know, I mean, it's happened to me. Sure. You know? But you're not rich. Well, we, when I was kind of, you know, even... Mm. And I got out of some situations for sure. Yeah. 
for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, like pulled over by a cop. I've had speaking proper, proper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. No, sir. Yeah, hands yeah, on. Yeah. You know, huh. gotten away. Oh, you know, even complimented. Sure. But yeah, no, I I do think that's one thing on the left. Another thing on the. But how? But we're gonna park right there. How? What? How do you think? What would be the more precise way to have an analysis that included race and not just have it subordinate to class? For just acknowledge, maybe. Acknowledge. No, it can't just be acknowledged. Well, Come I mean, I, you know, I'm not a theor- political theorist. No, so. no, no. I'm not asking you to be. The New Deal was pretty racist in its initial implementation. Um, and actually... Uh, initially mainly almost exclusively benefited white people and not black people oh yeah is that, that's, is that that's a, definitely a an element of it and then the, the comeback to that would be well you know kind of almost in a, a conservative manner of like well, that that rising tide of that lifts all ships but uh-huh. no no it doesn't uh-huh. or even like you know well the gi was another one the gi, GI the bill. gi bill yeah. is another example like mm-hmm. that you know I, I used to like try to break the ice with people on the right by like i'm gonna say something mm-hmm. We're going to start this conversation out, but I'm going to say something that my side is probably right, wrong about. Mm-hmm. And then, and I always get into trouble when I do this exercise, but they can never do it back is the point. Huh. Like I would say like, okay, nuclear power, for example, I'm not for nuclear power. I'm totally against nuclear power, mm-hmm. but based on the world, the way it is, the way to, to generate the most, a massive amount of power mm-hmm. with the least consequence mm-hmm. is probably nuclear power. Mm-hmm. Now I, I'm, I, it's hard for me to say that because I think that there should be no nuclear power. Yeah. But I'm trying to just trying to make an exercise where I try to bridge that gap. Sure. And try to, you know, or or, or even with the guns issue sometimes, like yeah. but like we just talked about with Bernie. And then I asked them to do it back and they never can. They can never really? come up with it. They never can come up with it because they're so set, uh-uh, you know. Uh-uh. And I think it's just to be open minded toward, you know, and I, again, I don't want this to come up. I'm not pro nuclear power. Yeah. I'm not pro yeah, Just an example. I'm not pro Second Amendment. Yeah, yeah. I think the Constitution should be scrapped and yeah. replaced by the universal declaration of human rights sure sure <laughs> um but you know so we ask tough questions to know yeah that's right <laughs> that's my job what do you to the point of there when you say you encounter people who are conservative or conservatives that are very set in terms of like their ideology or their worldview what what is your perception of leftists progressives whatever the term is that you prefer what is your percept perception of leftists and their 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 view of how and why people have differing political beliefs political ideologies and whether or not those can be contested what an, an example of i said that a long way an, an example is like you know the you know I don't left uh, leftists weren't doing this, but they do do it. This was a Hillary, you know, this Hillary being a dipshit, you know, the <laughs> deplorables, like painting large, yeah. like writing off and painting large swaths of uh, the public is just kind of like irredeemable, like you know, just just stained scarlet letter of being you know dumb or stupid or you know just not worthy yeah. of consideration of any political attention uh, of well. a building any political power or 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 coalition with them. As someone who used to be mm. a dipshit, how do you <laughs> politically? Uh, how do you, what is your reaction to, when you encounter that and 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 
how I'll leave it there. Go ahead. We saw we saw what that mentality we saw what that bore what fruit that bore in 2016 and mm. you know. But um, here's the thing. It's like I'm we're all guilty. I'm sure of it mm. when we hear certain people talk certain ways. But one of my favorite things to do, and I haven't been able to do it in years, unfortunately, mm. is just to get in my car and like if I'm visiting my relatives back east, I'll drive mm. and I'll drive and I stay off the interstate highways mm-hmm. and I'll just drive on the back roads mm-hmm. and you go to these little tiny towns in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's there, right? That's that. No, <laughs> there's not the middle of nowhere for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you go into these, you little know, these tiny little towns. tiny towns, and you, you know, you never know who you're gonna meet. Mm-hmm. You know, you're gonna meet people that are just so, and they're not, they don't fit into the any kind of categories, but they're just right on. Mm-hmm. And it's happened to me in so many different places and in this country. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's just trying to get over that mentality of the flyover states. Mm-hmm. And all, you know, can we have we, there is an elitism. We, we can't sure. that, you know, and well, I, what do you think? is What do you think is what do you think its function is that elitism? Probably to like, make ourselves feel better. About, I don't know. Sure, sure. I don't know. Uh-huh. But um, uh, I, I, yeah, and it's, it, it exists and it, it exists on both sides too, sure, you know, sure. but it's, it's based on, uh, it's the same thing when, um, you know, if you have a black neighbor or you have a gay neighbor, you have a Muslim neighbor, mm-hmm. you know, you get to know people yeah, and that breaks down a lot of the, mm-hmm. like when I went to Sweden the first time, the kids would come up to me and they'd like rub my skin and wonder like why, if the, if the dark was going to come off mm-hmm. on them, mm-hmm. I didn't get mad at that. No, they're, That's they're ignorance children, yeah. in the purest term, ignorance yeah, as yeah, in yeah. innocence, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's when you know, and you still hold on. Yeah. And so if people, you know, they just, but I do, do, I do believe that there is there in this post truth or whatever, mm-hmm. there's, we've gotten to a point where there's, I don't even try to get through anymore because there's mm. going to be people that there's just not going to, no matter what you do really? or say. You uh, really believe that? A lot of those people, like, the, yeah, in, in a world where Marjorie Taylor Greene gets elected to, to Congress with 75% of the vote of her district, you know. That's a very gerrymandered they, district. True. Well, since northwestern Georgia. Yeah. So you don't have to gerrymander. Yeah, you don't have to gerrymander it that just, much. Yeah, yeah, But... I do think that there are those people that storm the cap, you know, storm the Capitol, for example. You there's think they're no, irredeemable? There's no, there's no like facts that you even even the ones that are crying now because Trump abandoned them. Mm-hmm. You know, they were waiting for their pardon and it didn't come. Hmm. They're still not. They still, you know, they're very few of them. Even when these these dates that QAnon are holding up, is they're going to be when they come and they go. It reminds mm-hmm. me of those um those people who say the apocalypse is coming yeah, and yeah, the yeah. end is near and it. There's there's certain people that they're never gonna change. You they're believe never, that? I, I, yeah, for sure. You hmm. think that those some of those people go? Yes. You think they could be? I mean, I don't know, man. Okay. You because I, you don't you think that some people will never crossed, you'll never get through to them because what? I just think that I don't know. I don't want to blame it on any specific whatever, but it's I think if we're there. I think that. What does that mean? I Brett? just think there's millions and millions of Americans. So there's no way that nothing. Even if they lose their, even if they lose everything themselves and are a victim to the things that they're railing against, mm-hmm. they're still not going to realize the root causes, and they're not going to. So ah. So you're saying that there are millions of Americans that will not be able to properly diagnose their oh, condition yeah. and scapegoat it oh, in, yeah. in, with conspiracy theories and blah, blah, blah. And that can't be changed. I don't think so. Come on. I don't think so. Come on. You're an example that it absolutely the can. The fact that any Republican has been elected in this country over the last hundred years is a testament to that. No. By, no. By you can say the same thing for any, Democrats. By, by any working class person. You could say the same thing for Democrats. You could. What working person has common cause with Joe Biden? <laughs> you mean, yeah. What do you call himself? Nobody. Well, no, he's um, 
No, Scranton you know right. Joe, <laughs> whose grandpa was a coal boss, not some, you know, whatever. No, I just, um, no, I, I, um, you have more, um, you have more, um, you getting faith. soft in your, in your, up in your years, sir. Cause come on, these people are, you're saying, you're saying these people are not, are not. I'm looking at my own dad and seeing the way he's going and there's nothing that's going to change his yeah, mind. Yeah, but talk about your dad's condition, the condition of his life. I could, I could, I could, I could, I could paint you a, without knowing anything about your dad, other than that he's your dad and lived in New Jersey for a long time. I guarantee I could paint you the condition of your father's life, which has led him to this point. But you tell me. You ever seen that movie called The Brainwashing of My Dad? No. It's a good one. And no, it's okay. like, it's, it's, you know, it started with a lot of them in the 90s with the listening to Rush Limbaugh on the radio. And all, yeah, yeah. Just people that were apolitical or center or whatever. Mm-hmm. It just went off the freaking deep end. No, don't do that. What, what was the condition of their lives that allowed them to, quote, go off the deep end? What I'm trying to get nothing, at is... Nothing. He just sees Rudy Giuliani and he sees, there's a guy I like. He sees Donald Trump and he says, that guy speaks to me. What about these people? men speaks to other men is what i'm getting at that they're unabashedly racist xenophobic but also they're they're saying those things on a national stage uh and making it okay uh okay sorry air quotes ladies and gentlemen that's and that's your analysis of of why your dad is drawn to these figures i mean i would i would think so yeah what is your what is your dad's situation when it comes to retirement what is his level of he's dignity? He's retired. What is his level of dignity? Well, he lives in Alabama. It's very cheap to live in Alabama. Okay. They live okay. They live fine. Okay. Fine. I mean, was he at all? Others. Was he at all not, affected by two thousand eight? The crash. No, because he didn't. No, because they bought at their house. Let's be honest. Like their house that they bought in Alabama in nineteen ninety four. It's probably worth about the same as they bought it with because sure. it's not, not but a he, place but he mo- But he had to move to a lower cost state in order to have some level of dignity in retirement. He got, no, he got a transfer, but okay. that would have been, that would have been, mm-hmm. that's a, wow. <laughs> that would have happened yeah. if he hadn't, but no, he moved there because he got a job transfer, but okay. that would have, that definitely, that definitely would have happened at some point. Hmm. They're not, they're not like cat food eating. No, 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 no. I'm not saying you but, don't have to be, you right, know, but, going to bed on a dirt I know, floor. I know he did not vote for, they didn't vote for the, I know he didn't vote for Trump for economic reasons at all. I know. He you don't not. think that no, had he anything the, he to do with it. He thinks the country's being overrun by foreigners and the this and that, mm-hmm. and that you know, that, you know, he PC political correctness is run amok mm-hmm. and the black people, he told me in his own words, the white man is the most discriminated man in America. But what, what I, yeah, but that's still not that's still not purely social. That still has economic antecedents is what I'm trying to get at. Perhaps, but his station hasn't been it was never that great and it was never that bad. That's my so point. It was never it was, that but great, it was never, it was never that, that, that great. Bad, and it was never that bad. And so it was never bad at all. So mm, okay. I mean, yeah. Okay. All so right. I don't know. How can any thinking person that analyzes the situation mm-hmm. come to the answer, come to the conclusion? That, that on the right, that, that Donald Trump is the solution to any of that. I don't see how that, you know, you're going you're gonna to say, well, Bernie is in the more the direction of the solution to that, although mm-hmm. it needs to go further than that. Sure, of course. And so, you know, it's the love versus fear reaction to, you know, common suffering. Because I go back to what I said. The, the Republican Party, people are voting against their best interests, more so than 
Democrats. More so than Democrats? Say you're a Come s- on in here, church. Tell me something. Go okay. ahead. Well, first of all, as my partner always says, we have to define the term. Please. So a San yes. Francisco Democrat who's making $100,000 a year sure. and votes for a Democrat is yep. voting against their interests. Yes. Because they're going to pay more taxes than they would have and under a Republican. And what else? It's now, not a, just taxes that is, a, means you're voting against your interests. It's But a, a working class person uh-huh. or a poor person voting for any of them is voting against their interests. Let's be honest. Yeah, but I mean, but, a, a, but, a, but a, someone in San Francisco making $100,000 is still a working class person. That's true. I don't, That's I don't a, make $100,000. So yeah. I would love to. I'd be like, all my problems are over. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, no, you're right. Sorry. So but I'm saying is making into, the, into those tax brackets where they're going to get hit. You know, they're voting. But against. it's not just. Ta- the, <sighs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no you go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. You're, so, so what was so what? So your analysis of 2016 Trump as a phenomenon, if you will, mm-hmm. which I hate that word, <laughs> was what people were people who were drawn to him to vote for him mm-hmm. were drawn out of fear. Mm hmm. And that that and that's the explanation. I think that there's demographic shifts afoot, uh-huh. and I think that um, it must be scary knowing that you're you're you know you're on the you're 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 fading. I look at like you know sometimes people are like, well, what is it? What, what good is any of this doing, right? And I look at like I like go back to even like 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Look at all the things that um, that we fought and won for over the last 20 years. Give me some examples. Run, well, run, yeah. run it down. So they go into two. There's two different categories. I like to say, but mm-hmm. there's so LGBTQ rights mm-hmm. went from being able to be fired in any state just for being gay. Yeah, couldn't marry anyone. Yeah, to now, you know, it's not perfect, but you there know, there are more protections. The, the Equality Act was just sound a few days ago, right? By mm-hmm. Joe Biden, who mm-hmm. voted for some of the worst. Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, marijuana legalization. Uh huh. Cause you be high in our Brandon Crass meeting like there, see, there go Brett Take and off. I see now the whole world knows <laughs> they probably did already though <laughs> oh. but you see you know fight, the fight uh, fight for 15 to a degree we ain't win that to a degree I mean tell me what you mean to a degree it was a laughable idea and now so many municipalities and even some state even Florida which voted for sure, Donald Trump sure, sure, so sure. here though here's what we're getting into the here's what here's what the thing is though I think that mm-hmm. um there's the issues, social issues, or scraps of justice. I don't mean to belittle these struggles at all. Sure. I think that we've made a lot of progress on the issues that are not threatening the fundamental pillars of the system, hey. which, mm-hmm. which are ending, you know, uh, war yeah. and capitalism. We haven't put a dent in there. No, excesses. absolutely. And I don't think we're not going to, they're not going to let us. We're not. Sure. I don't think we're going to be, you know, we can fight, we can fight. But I don't see, you know, we could do it piecemeal. Mm-hmm. If we're lucky, we can get some things like, Reforms. you know, at some point when it becomes when it becomes more more costly for them not to do it. Uh-huh. I think that's why you have oil companies now that are acknowledging yeah. climate change, which they've known about for the last 40 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But or, for example, you know, um, but things like, well, we did mention the minimum wage with the fight for 15. But the pushback against that mm-hmm. is, is going to be fierce. Um, the pushback against things like Medicare for all, mm-hmm. the pushback against the things that we really, really have to do, mm-hmm. like um, finding a post-carbon economy, huh. because like, the time is, you know, I don't know if it's too late or whatever, but right. the, cli- the climate crisis, That's right. uh, the crisis of capitalism and inequality, mm-hmm. the crisis of militarism, mm-hmm. I don't think there's much we can do. And, you know, if, I, if you say gloom, doom and gloom, if that's being doom and gloom, or if it's just being realistic... 
But if you okay, but I, so let's well then we'll take it from there. If it's if there's not much that we if it's if it is quote realistic that there's not much we can do. Do we do we just acknowledge By that? Trying, and, I guess right. Okay, no. but, no, but I mean, look, look. I don't mean to be sounding so pessimistic. If we and if we st- look at the things we're doing at the local level, uh-huh. for example, mm-hmm. you know, these kind of things do have a way of like bubbling up. Incidents. Give an example of something at the local level. What oh, I'm thinking of is Gavin like Gavin Newsom, <laughs> who is no, who I am no, you know, no right, fan of Gavin Newsom. Guy, yeah. But him getting out on the city hall steps back in like 2004, being mm-hmm. like, "Gay marriage is coming, whether mm-hmm. you like it or not." Uh huh. Huh. You know, it came yeah. and it's coming. It's everywhere now. Sure. It's everywhere. Um, you know, to use the other example that I used of marijuana legalization, uh, Mississippi has medical marijuana now. Mm. Now, Mississippi, I don't know if you noticed, they always had a farm in Mississippi. Yeah. The only place, ironically, where the government was legally growing weed mm-hmm. was in Mississippi. And there uh-huh. were patients that got grandfathered in under this program mm-hmm. back in the 70s that were still getting their shipments of oh. Mississippi farm. It's in Oxford, I think, at the University of Mississippi. Uh-huh. But, um, no, so things, you know, and they say how California goes, so goes the nation eventually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's true um, in a lot of ways. I do think also, like MLK said, the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends toward towards justice. justice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think given a long enough timeline, yeah, but I don't know if we have that long of a timeline. <laughs> but, um, and I'm not, I don't give up. I mean, I still, I don't stop. Hmm. I, Why, know, though? Because I've seen, I've seen... I've, You've seen progress. I've seen we we elected Chesa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. we elected Dean Preston. I mean it's not not a it's not a shocker that to elect a progressive supervisor, but yeah, yeah, yeah. to elect a, a district attorney like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With you know, the, with the with the. Past and he ain't the only has. one. There's yeah, Larry yeah. Krasner, and I sure. I don't keep my. There's others around the country. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm doing um some research right now actually on DAs. Mm-hmm. A lot of cities with uh, Republican DAs have way worse. Yeah. Rates. But so yeah, no, we we can win, we can win battles. Um, mm-hmm. I just do we have to? Do yeah, we have to Do we have to fight yeah, and win? The world's on fire. Mm. The world's on fire. The world's burning. Mm-hmm. So know? we have to. We have to fight. So I've been thinking about his critiques of American leftist mythologies and how I fall into them. Incidentally, an upcoming interview with Malika Jabali is what helped me get better at the race and class piece that Brett was articulating. So shout out to Brett for getting that ball rolling for me. All right, please subscribe and share so that we can continue growing. And thank you for all of your support so far. Okay, see you next week.